Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create la tua vita. Create your life. Don't skip your liver. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Beautiful people, happy, happy Sunday. This is the Create Your Life series, and I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. And today we have a treat for you, especially for those of us who've been trying to get those summer bodies right, trying to make sure that we are uh, in shape and looking good on that beach. We have here with us today, Mr. and Mrs. Work Hard, Train Harder, Mr. Paul James and Mrs. Tammy James. Please say hello to the Create Your Life series family. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much, Kev, for letting us, you know, come on the show and, uh, you know, have this little interview here. Hey, everyone. Happy Sunday. Thank you for having us, Kev. And of course, so happy to have you guys on the show because... I mean, man, there's there's so much to you guys' story of uh, having to work hard, train harder, uh, wellness and fitness center here in Harlem. So please tell us a little bit about Work Hard, uh, Train Harder. So Work Hard, Train Harder, um, we're, right now we're located on 135th and 8th Avenue. It's uh, designed to help uh, the community and anyone who's looking to just be healthy in any way, shape or form. It's not just about, you know, looking good, but it's also feeling good inside and outside. And so that's what we really try to do. So we offer like boot camp style classes, personal one-on-one training sessions. We offer um, good, healthy eating tips. We actually have a personal chef who does meal preps for us, for anyone who's interested in, you know, working out with us or even if you're not working out with us. So we're here around the clock, Monday through Saturday. You know, we're open up early at 6 a.m., we don't leave until like 10, so we're always here. We got classes in the morning. We got two morning classes, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. We got two evening classes. Well, actually, three evening classes. We've got uh, 6 p.m., we've got a 7 p.m., and then we got an 8 p.m. And, you know, they they differ depending upon what you're looking for. You know, morning classes are those who are trying to get it in right before work, which is usually the best time to work out. But then you got, you know, in the evenings where we've got, you know, a couple of different classes. We've got boxing going on with our boxing instructor. We've got a all-females group with our female instructor. What's the name of that class? Because I thought it was interesting, an interesting name. So, so sorry, the name of that class is actually called Formation. Um, for all the Beyonce fans out there, myself included. Um, and it's just 
it's it's designed for women to get in shape. So it's not about looking like Beyonce. It's about feeling like her, like that, wow. that feeling that you're amazing. So it's time for us ladies to get information, whatever it is that, that looks like for you. Um, but the class is all women. So there's no judgment. There's no feeling like, oh, you know, someone's looking at me and saying that I'm not good enough. No, it's about you doing the best that you can. So, and obviously we'll be listening to Beyonce as we work out. So we're, you know, we'll be super inspired, but it's an amazing class. We look forward to starting it uh, within the next two weeks or so. Okay. And there's also an hour, is it hourglass or something like that? There's an hourglass. Uh, Stephanie is our great female trainer. So she brings hourglass here to us. And it's, um, it's actually opened up for men too, but predominantly ladies come through and there's a lot of different exercises that people don't even realize that they should be using and, and doing. And so she offers that that niche that we're looking for. And so, you know, small movements, but it does a whole lot. So wow. between the three, the, the different instructors. So we've got Kay, who's our body instructor and does everything with body weight. Mm-hmm. You've got Stephanie, who does um, female-oriented uh, exercises, but also she does a lot of um, hit interval exercises. Then you have our boxing instructor, LT, Lamar Thornton, who comes in here and he turns it up on Wednesdays. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, <laughs> and of course, you got me who, you know, I'm going to take you from zero to a hundred real quick. All right. Real quick. So we get into the, you know, hit interval exercise. We do a lot of circuit training. We're going to get into upper body, lower body core. I'm going to make you work. I'm going to make you sweat for it. So, you know. Okay. So I I got a question about that. You know, we're talking about the classes and I feel like you touched on something that's really, really important being that oftentimes people, they hit the gym but they don't see the results. And so how important is eating? Because you said even if people aren't working out with you, they also have the option to come in and get meal prep from you. So like, right. how important so, is diet? So eating is like, I tell you now, what you do in the gym is only 20% of what you can accomplish. 80% of it comes from eating, right? Wow. So you've got to eat right. You know, a lot of people want to starve themselves and think that that's the way I'm going to lose the weight because I'm not eating. That's actually wrong. It's the opposite. You actually want to Fuel your body, feed your body so it can jumpstart your metabolism. And that way, that's the way you lose your weight. You know, you got to have your three meals. People are, you know, we work hard every day, but we're not eating properly. We're, we're skipping lunch or we're skipping breakfast. You know, breakfast and lunch, you must eat. And then you got to have dinner, but you got to have dinner at a reasonable time. You can't just be having it, you know, nine, 10 o'clock is when I want to eat dinner. Nah. Mm-mm. So what, what time do you suggest that someone so have dinner? If you want to eat. I'm just curious. I'm taking notes here. Nah, if you want to eat, like, <laughs> I tell everybody, you know, try to eat before eight because anything after eight, if, I mean, you, sometimes stuff happens, you work hard, so you got to eat after eight. Well, then guess what? You need to stay awake for an hour. And I don't mean go lay in the bed and watch TV for an hour because as soon as you lay down, your body starts to shut down. So you got to be upright, sitting up, doing something for an hour if you're going to eat after eight. You wow. Know, you guys hear that tip? That's, yeah. a, that's a great tip. So next time I eat late, you know, but realistically, I shouldn't be eating after eight. Right. Uh, you know, then I, I got to make sure that I'm up, you know, yeah. active for another uh, hour or two. Okay. Well, that being said, man, you guys are like a mastermind, like one, two combo punch, right? You guys are like a, a superhero team. <laughs> but Paul, you, you're an architect, correct? Like, I tell am. me, how do you, how does an architect end up being a, a fitness instructor? Like, what so, is, I mean, you know, I actually have to attest that to my wife, but um, we... I'm a, I'm a single, I came from a single family. You know, my mom raised me and I came from Atlanta. And so young, I was like, I want to be an artist. I started drawing. I started selling pitches for 25 cents when I was small. So I was, always knew I wanted to be like an artist. So architect came through. So I went through school, high school, architecture, architecture. 
went to college, came up here. Where'd York, you go to college at? New York Institute of Technology. Wow, okay. Architecture. Uh, attended Columbia Architecture. So got into, you know, architecture. That was it. I was there for about a good seven years in the field. No problems. But there was actually a point in my life where I was out of work. I had already met my my wife now, who was my girlfriend then. Mm. I was out of work. And so I was always in the gym. So I've always played sports, basketball, a little bit of football, a little bit of baseball, but I was always active, always running track. I, I biked from Florida to Virginia in high school. Yes, I said that. I biked from Florida to Virginia. It took five weeks, but I was always active. Wow, so, five weeks. Yeah. So when I was out of work, <laughs> you nah. know, I was always hitting the gym and my wife was like, you know what, why don't you come train me and one of my um, colleagues? And I was like, well, hey, I'm already in the gym, so why not? So it's actually started there. Work hard, train hard. It started from training my wife and a couple of her colleagues. And it Who went, was your girlfriend at the time? Who was my girlfriend at the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She held me down. All right, Miss so, Work Hard, Train Hard. I see you with the vision. And you know, see you with the vision. We always have the vision. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, behind every good man is a great woman. So that's, that's who started this out. And so um, we went from training one-on-ones to going out to Riverbank State Park. And that's when the first actual class came about. My boy, who I met, uh, who's actually the trainer now, one of our trainers, Kay, who I met in college in um, 02, we've always competed. You know, we see each other in the, in the hallway and just give that look and we just start spreading down. In the so, dorm. In the dorm. And we just, wow. everyone okay. started to know us. And so anytime they see us running, they always head back in their rooms and, you know, still watch <laughs> us as we coming down the hallway. <laughs> but that's what we did. And so now he's he's one of our trainers. And so we started out at Riverbank State Park. We just had a couple of classes out there and then who knew it, it spawned. We went from Riverbank State Park at one point to um, Thurgood Marshall Academy. Um, and so you were you were having uh, boot camp classes at Thurgood Marshall we Academy. Were having boot camps out of Thurgood Marshall, we we needed a place, which is a high school, which right. is a high school, right, right, which right. is uh, okay. the high school my my wife actually works at. And so, wow. okay, you know, let's we work were, hard, train harder. We were there because you know <laughs> the winter time you can't be out in the park. You got to be somewhere right, inside. So right. we went inside there, and we were there in the gym, and we thanked them for allowing us to be there. And um, you know, we had to move on from there too. So at that time, we moved on to my frat house. I'm, I'm part of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, and so we moved up to the Kappa House for about a year, and we were there. We were running two classes at one time on each different floor, and you know, we outgrew that space as well. So we were like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Oh no! Quick question. In this time, at this time, when you're running all of these different classes, you're still working as an architect. So at that time, you know, work hard, train harder was my side hustle. Wow! I was a full time okay. architect. Nine to um, I'm sorry, yeah, nine to five. I was in there hitting the computer every day, going out, seeing jobs and whatnot, and then still having to either train before I go to work or train afterwards. We were definitely having classes afterwards. So you know, I was running. 14, 15 hours a day, you know, working for someone and then working for myself. So wow. that was that time. Dedication. And then we finally lucked up. We were just looking, going through Harlem. Like, we we stay in Harlem so much. We were like, we got to find something. But, you know, prices are crazy. But we found a good spot right there on 135th and 8th on the second floor. And so, you know, we've been there for a year. March made a year. And so we, we passed our anniversary. We got some more time there. And... You know, that's where we've been at for the last. So 2016, you know, I took the transition. I, I spoke to my wife and I was just like, you know what? It's crazy how much I love doing 
this architect, I mean, I'm sorry, doing the personal training. You actually get to see the fruits of your labor a whole lot faster. I get to interact with people and see where they're starting, where they want to go, and help guide them there. You know, I don't take any credit from anyone. Anyone asks me, you know, and they say, you know, I heard someone came to you and they did this and this. I was like, you're right. They did it. I was just a little piece of them. But, you know, so that's where we are right now. And it's just, I love it. So the transition from architecture, I was like 2016, you know, we're just going to go hard. I'm going to take this on full time. Okay. So before you got to full time, being an architect full time, I got to ask, what, how long, what, like, what was this time frame with, that you were moonlighting? You first started your first boot camp. I first started training your wife and then to becoming full time now. Like, what? So we've been in the Harlem area for about nine years. So it's been a nine year process. It's, it's not, it's not something you do overnight. You know, you got to take your time and you, you know, a lot of people plan out. And, and for me, my mom raised me, you know, you step out on faith. And a lot of times we plan out, but a lot of things you just go with the flow. And so I, I've tried to step back and really look at the journey because like I said, it's been nine years in Harlem and it's still kind of hard for me to look at the whole nine years because I'm still on the move. But, you know, we move, we step out on faith and we do one step at a time. And this is where we are now, owning our own facility, running boot camps 24-7, personal training, giving food advice. So I'm, I'm loving it. Wow. Okay, so Miss Work Hard, Train Harder. Like, as far as you know, you have the vision, you have this, this gentleman here, Paul, who, who's pushing uh, to, to make this dream happen. What are some of your, your tips for supporting a friend or supporting, in this case, it would be a significant other in their quest to become, uh, to become great and, and really see a vision through to its fruition? I think the biggest thing from me that I learned was stepping out on faith mm. um, because while I can, I did have a vision and, you know, a lot of things seemed to work really well the way how they were. There were times when we weren't really sure, like what was going to happen or, you know, if, if things would really pan out the way how we want them to, even if we worked really hard. Because sometimes you can work really hard for something and it doesn't work out the way how you want it to. Um, and, you know, we're dealing with real life. We have bills. We right. have a mortgage that we have to pay. All those things are real life. And so while there is a vision and while we do want for this business to be successful, one of the biggest things that I learned was definitely to step out on faith um, and just to put everything Put your whole heart into it. And I think that's kind of like what Paul started with 2016 with was we're going to just put everything into it. And if it works, then we're going to keep it moving. And if we do, if it doesn't, it's OK, because we still worked extremely hard to try to make it happen. OK, well, what we call that, we, we call that being fully committed around here. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love you two here. Given this, I call it game, but given this advice and these nuggets, Mr. Work Hard, Train Harder. What were some of the challenges that you faced in transitioning from uh, from architect? to having your own fitness and wellness center full time? Because I know a lot of people have personal training businesses. I've, I feel like there's been like an influx of those different businesses, but I haven't seen anyone um, go from fitness into actually having a facility. So like, what were some of the, the challenges on that journey? So, I mean, initially the first challenge is just trying to get your mind wrapped around that steady paycheck. All right. So you got to worry about you having that full-time job. All right. It may be a downsize in your, in your current money that you normally get in until you really build up what you have because even on the on the hustle on the side you know you're making money but you got that steady income so you don't have to really worry about it too much so now everything's all on your business work hard mm. train harder so that's one one thing but then also 
in this journey, just trying to find and locate a place in Harlem or in New York City, because New York City is expensive as, as now, it is. Did you focus on Harlem because Harlem is where you're primary, the people who you were primarily working with were, or was, was Brooklyn an option or anything like that? Like, why did you pick Harlem? You know what? I actually was working in Brooklyn with another company um, at the same time while I was hustling. So I was doing three jobs at, at the time. Um, but Harlem is just where we're centrally located. And right now, there's no place like what we do in Harlem. So we want to take advantage of that. Wow. Um, so you found a niche within this market here. Find a niche. And then with my wife working at uh, one of the local high schools where we I also mentor at, you know, I wanted to stay in there. Um, I know how it is growing up as a kid. And so I like to give back in that way. So we employ, you know, students around the area, you know. Um, wow. Yeah. We try to keep them out of trouble. Like I said, I know how it is being a kid and needing money. Your parents don't always have it or you want to help provide or you want to help get your sneakers or whatever without, you know, putting a burden on your parents as is. And so, you know, I want to stay in there and, and this is my way of giving back. So, you know, we're not just training and, and getting grown adults into physical shape. We also cater to the kids. So, so you're getting the kids into good uh, mental always. mental shape and, and teaching them to be entrepreneurs because I, I'll be honest with you guys, Create Your Life Series fam, I actually worked out at Work Hard Train Harder facility. Like I go, I go there, I'm, I probably walk in there at least, you know, maybe at least three or four times a week, you know, just coming in and, and you know, I've worked out there. But I also see, I always see these young people in there and they're usually doing something within the office and it, they seem like, man, you might be able to turn one of them into, you know, a partner one day yeah. or something. Well, believe it or not, we had one um, who just matriculated on. He, I think he's finished up his first semester in school. He just finished his first year of I'm college. sorry, his first year wow, of college. Wow, congratulations. So, yeah, congratulations. Good shout out to him. Um, but he was working with us for about a year. Um, we actually had a female who was working with us, too, and they both went on. Him in particular went on to school and started training other students. And wow. so now he came back to us this summer and was like, you know what? I want to learn a little bit more. I want to get into, I want to get certified now. So I was like, well, I was telling them, you know, there's different colleges that'll get you certified. You know, start start there because, you know, pockets aren't as deep as we think they are. And there's a couple of different programs here that you can do for a couple hundred dollars and at least get your feet wet and then go on to bigger things. But yeah, we sent him off. He went trained up there. He came back. He's still learning. He's still eager. And so now our newest one, um, who's currently at the center now delivering our um, my meal prep, he just said, yo, I want to do, I want to be a, a trainer too. And I said, well, this is the opportune time to do it because we can put you on our wing, teach you what we can. When you go off to college, you can do the same thing, you know, so. Wow. So, I mean, you guys are really training for leadership around there, around those parts. So that being said, okay, so you don't have problems, I guess, getting new staff members or, you know, do you guys. Well, you know, we're always open for new trainers to come in if they've got a, a different niche that they want to provide to the Harlem community. You know, we're here to bring as much information, as much guidance, as much help into the community. Health is a number one problem and um, we don't take it seriously enough. And there's a lot of us dying at young ages that we don't need to. We're not eating right. We're not being physically active. And it only takes one hour a day. And that's literally 4% of your day. Again, one hour a day is only 4% of your day. We, we use time to be on Instagram and Facebook and we'll be there for eight hours. Right. But we won't take time to go out and, you know, work on ourselves inside, mentally, physically, you know, what we're putting into our bodies. We got to be careful. You know, yeah. There's a lot of hormones and stuff going on in these, these meats and stuff. Yeah. So, mm. you know, we're... So I have a, a slogan that I know of, and it's health, wealth, and wisdom. It perfectly aligns with what it is that you're saying right now. You know, taking care of the mind 
you know, wealth, of course, making sure that you're all right financially, but having the wisdom to take care of yourself as a whole. Right. And so you guys, you know, going from the boot camp and to where you are now, like, I guess a tip I want to ask for someone who's out there who's trying to grow a personal fitness business, maybe to the caliber of yours. How did you guys grow your audience or grow, you know, grow your, your clientele? It's, it actually started word of mouth. I mean, you find that one, two, four clients that you can work with and that you can actually help mold. That's who you want to be there. That's your, your starters. You want to try all the uh, new exercises out on them. You let them know up front, you know what? I'm growing this. You're here with me, but you got to go. I have a goal. Let's work together. And from there, you start reaching out. Now we've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. Utilize it to your advantage. <clears throat> if you want people to come see you, then come see you. And don't always think about money first. You know, if you're in the fitness lifestyle, you're here because you care about how people feel, how they look, and you want to see them make a change for the better of themselves. So, you know, sometimes you got to do some stuff pro bono. It actually helps you out. Find out what's working, what doesn't. And then once you feel like you've got that confidence and you've got the clientele, you've reached out to enough people through the mediums that you have, then you start making relationships with people. You know, you go and you bring your business cards. Yo, Speaking of, didn't you do something yesterday? I sure did. We were out at District 5. Um, schools had a family day out at Riverbank State Park. And okay. so we gave up time. All of the staff members came out there and we had our table out there. We did a workout for everybody. Took some one-on-ones. We even brought our class out there. So we shut down, worked hard, trained hard, and we went out to the facility. the facility and came out to Riverbank State Park, which is our first home anyway. Right, right, right. And we uh, we did some workouts there. You know, we had some one-on-ones. And, and that's how you give back. But that's also how you build your business and your brand. You make relationships with other people. And it doesn't have to be everyone in the fitness world. I mean, you can literally do it with someone who is cutting hair or who is um, doing nails because you never know how one person is going to And how your worlds are going to collide into each other. Exactly. Mm. I think the only other thing that you didn't mention was just that at Work Hard, Train Harder, we create a supportive environment. So when people walk in there, they feel comfortable. They literally feel like family. The reason why they keep coming back is because we work out 12 times a month together, sometimes 16 times yeah. for one hour. And whether, you know, PJ is a trainer or Kirk is a trainer or Steph or Lamar, everyone that's working out has one common goal. We don't like the trainer. <laughs> because we're all working out too hard, right? Because they're making us sweat. So, you know, then you start looking at your neighbor like, come on, I'm doing this. You got to do it too. Like you got goals. I got goals. I'm not going to leave you behind. And like literally every new person that kind of comes in, that's the mindset that we tell them and that they they adopt. So, you know, sometimes we've had some clients come in, you know, not really, not really with the program. They're there to work out. They don't really understand why, but they they still come. And then they adopt that lifestyle that it's like, we work together as a family. My goal is your goal. If you didn't meet your goal, literally, I didn't meet my goal either. So while I'm doing these burpees, you're going to be doing your burpees right next to me too. And I'm, I'm glad she brought up those burpees real quick. Uh, <laughs> everyone hates us. Like if we're, if you don't, in a hate good way, us, though. No, in, in a, a good, good, good way. way. It's a right. love-hate relationship. If you don't hate us as trainers, then we're not doing our job, all right? Right. But um, we're that type of facility. We're those type of trainers that we're going to get down with you and do the workout. We want you to understand that while you're huffing and puffing, we're huffing and puffing, too. Like, every exercise, no matter what fitness level you are, you're still going to 
sweat. It's still going to be a challenge for you. And I, I definitely want to shout out my, my Diamond Club because we just completed 100 burpees in 32 minutes. Wow. Yeah, 100 burpees in 32 minutes because, and I, I did it with them. Because and what is the Diamond Club? The Diamond Club is a boot camp that we offer at the, the 7 p.m. class. And it's a combination of staff who does the, the circuit training on Tuesdays, Lamar, who does boxing on Wednesdays, and Kirk, who does total body toning on Thursdays. And I myself do a 30-minute class right before all of that. So we're all comprising that diamond club. And like I said, I, I'm on a different workout level than everyone else. I'm doing three-a-days. And even after that three-a-day, I still was like, you know what? I know y'all going to hate me for this, but I'm going to join in with y'all because I'm going to hate myself too. We're going to complete these 100 burpees right now. And we did it. Wow. You know, I think one of the one of the coolest things that I like about the uh, the work hard, train harder facility is that you guys you do offer that that family and community environment, but you also, like you said, you know, the trainers are actually doing the workout exercises with you. You guys aren't sitting there talking to us. You guys are really like, look, man, this is. I mean, you're you're not talking. You you might tell us, okay, we got ten of these, but then you're down there doing the ten with us. So it makes us feel empowered uh, as those who are working out. And I just want to remind our audience real quick that you are listening to the Create Your Life series where we help you maximize your potential and resources. Miss Work Hard Train on you're a dean at a high school, right? I'm actually the high school guidance counselor. Oh, sorry. And you, so you have a full-time job right. and you have a more than full-time job running the business. I always see you in the facility running things as well. Like, how do you guys balance this and keep a successful marriage? Time management is super important. <laughs> okay, I think, um, like, literally everything that we do is inside of a calendar. And we have calendar reminders for everything. So we don't forget anything. And then I think just communication is super, super important. I mean, it's communication is important in any marriage and or relationship, whether it's friendship, business, whatever. But in this particular case, because it's two different entities between the business and, um, you know, our marriage, I think communication is like the number one thing that we we've worked on the entire time that we've been together. And through that, it's made us this successful so far and will continue to make us successful. Yeah, you know, communication is everything, but then it's it's also with the understanding, you know, um, and not taking each other for granted, you know. Uh, Mrs. Work Hard, Train Harder has a full-time job and she does a bang-up job at what she does. She is like the greatest guidance counselor I know. And so um, she does that nine to five and then she come over and, you know, my day may be rough, her day may be rough, but we still got to, you know, run this. And so we run it and then we, we still got to find time for ourselves. So mm. it's understanding that, you know, we've got these businesses together, but then we still have a life outside of all of this. And that's what everyone needs to remember. You know, your work is always going to be there. Work is always going to be there. No matter if you own a business or you're working with somebody, work is always going to be there, but you still have to make time for yourselves and not take each other for granted. And just like we said, we plan everything out only because it's so hectic but planning that time to just do you guys. And then that can be as simple as, you know, the ride home. Let's let's take a little a different route and just talk. You and know? talk about things outside of business. Talk things about outside of business. Wow. And so that's that's what we we work on and you know, every day is uh a different day and, and we love it, you know. And it's not always easy, you know. Mm. I mean it, it sounds easy to just be like, yeah, all we do is talk. I mean, sometimes the talks are a bit of an argument that I always win. You know, whatever. <laughs> we can't always be winners here. You know what I'm saying? But still, it's the communication that's that's super, super important. 
If y'all can see me, I'm just smiling. I'm just smiling. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> hey, smart man right there. Smart man right there. So I, I want to ask you guys this question because uh, I feel like this is important and it goes to the, the balance that you guys were talking about. How often do you take vacations and like for how long? Well, you know what? Um, before I did personal training full time, it was hard for me to do vacation because as an architect, we work 360 days of the year. All right. The only time we get off is maybe Sundays. So um, now that I'm, I'm my own boss, it's around Mr. Work Hard Train Hard's schedule. So if we decide we want to go somewhere, we go. And but that's planned for too, according that, to you guys. That is schedule planned so, for okay. too. Yes. We, so how like far in advance do you guys plan that out? I'm just curious. Um, usually, I mean, because I work for the school system, I kind of already have my vacation days already set, so I can't really deviate from that too much. So I would mm. say maybe like three to four times a year, we kind of take vacation or we may do something small, like visit family out in Maryland or um, anything to get away from the city, to be honest, is kind of considered a vacation. Yeah, no matter how okay. short it is. So with that, with you answering that, then I, I want to ask, what is like, what are some tips for managing a staff? Because, you know, when you guys are away from the business, work hard, train hard is still running, correct? Correct. So what are what are some tips for running a staff and making sure that the business is actually running like a system when you step away from it? And, you know, like like people say, you know, don't burn down the house when I'm not home. You know, right. parents sell it to their kids. Well, it's just, it's just as big as a relationship. You got to have communication. So I'm upfront with all my staff members. Um, no matter what their pay is like, it doesn't matter because we're all a family. Mm-hmm. So we all need to respect each other and talk to each other the same way. So everyone knows uh, just about everything um, in the in the facility. But then, like I said, Kay, who is our um, main, uh, main trainer, you know, we go way back. You know, I put a lot of the the work on him when I'm out, when I can't be there. Or Mrs. Work Hard, Train Hard, if I'm going and she's still here, she'll take over. But if we're both gone, you know, we'll sit down and we'll let them know, look, we're both going to be out of here. This is what's going on. They have the same calendar we have. They get to see exactly what's going on. I need y'all to cover this, this, and that. And, you know, if you can't, you know, who else can within the facility? And do we really need to shut down? Because no one can. But, you know, sometimes that happens, not too often, but... We, we make it happen and everyone works together. I think aside from that, I'll just say structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and PJ is like phenomenal at this. Um, I think I come through with like a whole lot of other talents and skills, but his for sure is structure. So it's just making sure that all the staff know policies and procedures um, that are happening throughout throughout the business. Um, that's super, super important. So when we're not there, like one of the staff members that we have right now, he literally knows exactly what is supposed to happen. It's outline form, it's written form. Um, I know one thing that I can continue to work on is just putting trust in other people. Mm-hmm. I kind of am the person that like does everything because I know I'm going to do it right. And right. I don't know that you're going to do it right. Um, <laughs> but but PJ really has chosen some amazing staff members. Um, even even the, the students that we work with, I have a hand in choosing them as well. But, um, you know, we, we trust them to follow the structure that we have. And so far, things have been super amazing. So, you know, if you own a business out there, the number one thing you can do aside from having people around you that you can trust is set up your structure. Because as long as as long as your house is built properly, mm. it will not fall. Wow, that's powerful. As long as your house is built properly, it will not fall. That's the foundation. Uh, My question, I guess my next question would be, you know, you guys are running the business. You, of course, are definitely taking care and nurturing your marriage. What does you guys' peer group look like? You know, um, how do you 
Yeah, answer that question. You know what? Somebody asked me that the other day. People that want to win. Yeah, I mean, people who... If, if you're not trying to win, you, you, you're not around me. There, there's no reason to be around us, period. Like, you have to be positive. Right. You have to... You know, there, there's no there's no financial criteria. There's no class criteria. None of that. You just... You want to be the best person you can be. That's who's only around me. I mean, look, wow. Kappa, Kappa says it all, achievement in every field of endeavors. So, you know, we we try to achieve on And everyone who's around us is achieving on. You know, it doesn't matter how small, how little it is. You know, mm-hmm. as long as you're still reaching for something, understanding that glass lid is not there anymore, you've already broken through, it's already open, and you can still reach up and you jump. You know, we'll, we'll help you get to where you want to be. And we hope that you do the same thing with us. You know, everything is about moving on, bettering ourselves, making a way for our future, these kids. Hmm. Wow. Well, that being said, you know, helping people uh, reach their their next level and and, and maximize their potential. I got to ask you, do you have any like quick workouts or any quick tips that you could give to someone who, you know, might not be able to make it to work hard, train harder as of right now, but might, you know, do you have any tips or anything like that? I know you mentioned um, something about a workout. I got a, I got a 10 minute workout for you guys. You know, if you can't make it out to our facility, Workout Train Harder on West 135th Street and 8th Avenue, um, and where you can't make it to a gym, you know, here's a good one. Um, we do lower body, upper body, and core. So, lower body, you want to do some squats, alternating lunges, straight leg kicks. And if you don't know what these look like, you can always uh, hit us up. TJ at workhardtrainharder.com. We can let you know. We'll send you a quick video or you can always Google. But um, squats, 20 reps. Alternating lunges, 20 reps. Straight leg kicks, 20 reps. And then you want to do a minute of cardio, high knees. Just get your knees up to your waistline. That's the idea. You want it at your waistline. Don't just kick these knees up just because, okay? And then you want to rest for 60 seconds, all right? So that was the lower body. And you want to go on to your upper body. You want to, everyone loves to throw punches, right? So let's get 60 punches straight, all right? Followed by some overhead press. Grab you some weights if you have 5, 10 pounds. Push them straight up to the ceiling. Get 20 reps of those. Then do some push-ups. Now, if you can't do push-ups on the floor, no problem. Do wall push-ups. Step back from the wall about 18 inches and just push away from the wall. You do 20 reps of those. And then again, do your cardio. Get those high knees back up. One minute. Rest for 60 seconds, and then let's go to our core, all right? Leg raises. We all know how to do those. Get down. Get those legs straight up in the air. You want to do 10 reps of those. Get some sit-ups in. Get 10 reps of those in, all right? Then do some mountain climbers. Yeah, I know. Everyone hates mountain climbers, but turn on over. Get in a, a bear crawl. Get those mountain climbers out. Do 20 seconds of that. Then you want to get your back extensions, okay? And Or good mornings, all right? You can look that up. All right, you when you're tackling your core, you don't want to just focus on your abs. You want to make sure you're tackling your obliques and your lower back. Your lower back is very important. So make sure you do your um, back extension or good mornings. And then, of course, follow up with some cardio with the high knees. Okay, I'm sure if you email us, we'll send this list to you. Um, I'm sure uh, Create Your Life series will post that up as oh, well. We will definitely post that up. Now, you, 
That's 10 minutes right there? That's 10 minutes. I mean, because I feel motivated. I think I might need to drop down and, you know, <laughs> get, do some high knees or something like that right now. That's 10 minutes, including the rest. And, hey, bring your water bottles. Wow. So, I mean, so you could basically, this is a workout that could work for anybody who's saying, oh, well, you know what? I don't have time to work out and stuff like that. Just 10 minutes a day is a, is a start? 10 minutes a day is a start. And don't worry about your ailments. You know, we got knee injuries. This is all low impact stuff that you can do. We've got shoulder injuries. You don't have to raise your, your arm so high. You know, let's take the excuses away from us. Let's take ourselves out of our own way. And this is 10 minutes. Knock it out. 10 minutes, knock it out. Wow, so I could do this basically in my living room. Man, let me explain something to you guys. You know, <laughs> we got commercial breaks, right? We watching TV shows after TV show. A commercial break, average commercial break is a minute and a half. You could break this up in a minute and a half. And before your 30-minute show is done, you would have completed 10 minutes. But earlier, you said that 80% of what you do is really in diet and only 20% of what you do in the gym matters. So I have to ask, what should we eat or how should we be eating? Can you please elaborate on that? Okay. Well, um, like I said, you, it's 80%. So the problem with most people is just not eating in general. All right. Um, eating bad foods is one thing, but let's, let's, let's start with the basics of making sure that we have three meals a day. All right. So that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then of course we want to put in snacks in between. So like a typical day, what you want to do is wake up first thing in the morning, even before you hit the shower, grab a nice six ounce hot water with some lemon in there. Let's start your metabolism right there. Grab your shower, get ready, head out the door. Or if you can, make a smoothie at home, right? You want to get a nice breakfast smoothie in. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberry, get the antioxidants in there. Banana, kale, some almond milk or water if you prefer. I don't know about that water, but water if you prefer. Um, and then that's your breakfast. Or a small, if you can't get a smoothie in, you know, egg whites, you know, a quarter of a bagel, not the big bagels, not not the whole bagel. Bagels are a lot of calories. And if those of you are watching your calories, that's the wrong thing to do. But egg whites and some spinach and some um, tomatoes, uh, that'd be good with a nice omelet, you know? And so that's your breakfast. Something simple, something just to get you going. And then you want to have maybe two, three hours later, you want to have some snacks. That's simply some fruits, maybe some trail mix, some nuts. Or some raw veggies would be great. And then, of course, you want lunch. Lunch should be your biggest meal, all right? Um, that's where you can actually have your carbs because by the time you've gone um, from lunch to dinner and you've gone through the rest of your day, you would have burned off whatever carbs. So while people think carbs are bad, there are good carbs to have. So you want to have like your brown rice then and maybe your whole wheat pastas. Um, you can do um, chicken and fish or, you know, a steak or a nice salad. At that time, then again, if you're hitting the gym, grab your power bar, grab you another smoothie, grab you some snacks in between, you know, fruit, trail mix, whatever. Go get your workout in. All right. Then have dinner. All right. Dinner should before be before eight, before eight, <laughs> before eight, if, if you can. Now, you know, sometimes you can't. But if you can, before eight, have dinner. It should be a light meal, um, you, lean protein. Uh, maybe a salad with um, some chunks of chicken in there and some veggies. Green leafy veggies helps your body so much that we don't even know. It flushes you out, okay? So definitely get that in. Um, make sure each portion, is portion size control is what we want to worry about. So anything bigger than your fist, once you ball it up, is too much. So, And that goes for any meal of the day, all right? Um, and that's generally to help you feel better 
number one, because you're, now you're eating, but you're going to burn off, all right? Inches, sometimes inches go before weight and sometimes weights go before inches. Ladies, please don't let the scale deter you, all right? Fellas, same thing. Like, sometimes you see it in other places and, and then the one that you're trying to target. There's no simple way to really target one area. But eating properly will get you down or get you up. In my case, because I'm trying to put on mass, will get you up to where you want to be. All right? Okay. Well, that being said, I mean, you guys are running this phenomenal fitness studio. Number one, thank you for those uh, tips. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm taking notes as you're talking because I need, you know, I want to improve my diet and, you know, I like to work hard and train harder. So I have to ask, you know, with the facility uh, now that you guys have, like, what's next? Are you guys going to franchise out or like, what's the bigger vision going on for work hard, train harder? Personally, we're trying to get some little work hard, train harders running around here too, so they can be training their own classes. Um, That means... That, that's baby kids. Oh, okay. Kids. L- little work hard, train hard people. You know, oh, okay. little, my bad. You know, little juniors run right here. But um, <laughs> this work hard, train hard is like shaking their head, like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, business wise, we would love to um answer the people's call. People are trying to get us out in Brooklyn or get us out in Queens. So yes, we're looking to open up. More work hard, train hard facilities. Um, Brooklyn has been the key place everyone's been asking about. We've been there before. So we, we're going to look into Brooklyn. We're looking to expand um, our current facility to a bigger size facility so that we can do a lot more. That's mainly it right now. We, we're really just looking to expand and, and be bigger and, and do more. We have so many ideas. The facility works out for us right now, but we're going to slowly outgrow it or soon outgrow yeah, it. Soon outgrow. soon outgrow it. And so we're looking for um, a bigger place. I okay. think on a more conscious level, sorry, right now PJ works and works with three different schools, Thurgood Marshall Academy, Eagle Academy, um, PS92. And so I think for me, just from the educator standpoint, I wish that as a younger person, um, my family took health more seriously that my mom, you know, at this, at my mom's current age now, she's learning how to eat more properly, eating more vegetables, drinking a lot more water. Those are things that we didn't do. You know, we ate rice and peas like every day, Um, you know, but, but kind of knowing what to eat and how to work out, I think are super important. And so I think our next set of goals and kind of like the vision that I see just from the educator standpoint is just like educating young people and their families on how to eat properly, on how to take care of themselves, on how to be more fit, even if it's just like Paul was saying for like one hour a day, like just kind of having them learn that. And so, you know, the goal would be to start working with schools within the area, just kind of starting within Harlem and then hopefully expanding even more. Yeah, so definitely shout out to all the schools in Harlem right now. While we are the DOE vendor, so we are coming to a school near you. So if, if, if your principal, help kids, yeah, right? help out your kids, um, parents, if your principal don't know about us and you're hearing this, please let them know about us. We'll come see you. Well, with that being said, man, I guess you guys are leading into my next question. How can people find out more about our uh, work hard, train harder? And do you guys have any specials or promos or anything going on like that for our listeners here at the Create Your Life series? Absolutely. Um, you can definitely find out more information about Work Hard, Train Harder by going to our website, workhardtrainharder.com. Um, if you have any specific questions or, you know, you, you need any more information, you can email PJ 
at PJ at WorkHardTrainHarder.com. You want to see some of the workouts that we have going on? That's cool too. You can find us on Instagram at WHTH Fitness. Um, we're also on Twitter as well. And we have the same handle, WHTH Fitness. Um, we're also on Periscope. Um, and for a little while, we were doing some 10-minute videos that you can follow along with us. So the handle for the Periscope is WHTH Fitness as well. Um, and also, you know, you want to give us a call. That's not a problem, too. 872-222-9484. Um, and right now, we do have some specials happening. We're currently in the middle of our June boot camp, but we're already thinking about July. Um, so for those of you listening, again, thanks, Kev, for having us. But if you're listening, you want to get in a good workout. Summer 16 is right around the corner. We know you got your vacation plan. Um, be sure to register for the July boot camp. Um, and you can do so by going to our website and registering. There is a question that asks about promos or how'd you hear about us. Just type in Create Your Life Series um, or CYLS. You could put Kev Brown. Doesn't matter. We're all going to know it's the same. And you'll get $25 off of the boot camp for July. Wow. I'm, I'll be honest. You know, thank you guys for blessing the Create Your Life Series family with that, uh, with that discount so that they can get enrolled and get, you know, like you said, that summer 16 body going right. And uh, I really have to say thank you guys for enlightening us all with, uh, you know, with the workout and the meal plans and for your lovely presence. Thank you for well, having thank us. Thank you so much. Love to come back anytime. You just let us know. Maybe we'll do a workout this time. Oh, man. A workout in the studio <laughs> while on the radio? All on the radio. Up, right. You know, Steve Harvey can do it. We can do it, too. Hey, man. Ten minutes. All we need is ten, That's right? It. Okay. Well, shoot, man. Well, Create Your Life Series family, as you know, uh, we're here every Sunday at WACR 90.3 FM. And, you know, you can follow us um, on Instagram at CYL Series. If you have any questions or any things that you want to know about uh, questions answered from past guests that we had or even during the show, you know, go ahead and comment on our social media and we'll be sure to uh, answer those questions and, you know, see you next Sunday, 530 to 630.